0: You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel show. Hey, Tony! Hey, Tony! Hey! Pretty boy, Tony. It's Tuesday with Tony Cass on the Hammer and Nigel show. Uh, don't want to keep Tony waiting. the hammer and nigel show my name is nigel hammer is here hooking up live with tony Katz for tuesdays with tony on the drive hubler.com hotline tk what do you think is going to come of this fbi document that uh, supposedly says or alleges that joe biden accepted bribes five million dollars house oversight committee chairman uh, comer saw the document but he but chris ray still wouldn't let him have the document the public hasn't seen the document there's going to be contempt charges are we really going to see anything happen out of this, though?
1: I better see the contempt. Yes. I better see Christopher Ray marched in front of a judge. Because the argument here, and Hakeem Jeffries, Representative Jeffries, is trying to make one argument, and he sounds a lot, like a fool that the Law and Order Party is out of, actually about lawlessness and disorder. He's so incredibly original, is Representative Hakeem Jeffries. He might say extreme MAGA Republicans next. Who knows what the man might say?
2: <laughs> that's the election denier that we're talking about, right? Election denier Hakeem Jeffries? Well, our, our, it, so is uh, Representative Jamie
1: Raskin, yes. but in, in the two cases, utilizing them as examples, Hakeem Jeffries is saying there's no there there, and Jamie Raskin is saying that the document doesn't prove any criminality. Those things could both be true. Neither one of them involves whether or not Christopher Ray has to hand over the document. He was subpoenaed. He hands over the document. And if he doesn't want to hand over the document, he is held in contempt. And I've had people say to me, oh, what about Republicans denying all those Democrat uh, subpoenas? Hold them in contempt if the rule yeah. state Go about doing it. What I want to see Republicans do is do it. The left is not making an argument here that is cogent. Jamie Raskin is not making an argument about the subject at hand. Hakeem Jeffries never makes an argument. All he is is argumentative. If Christopher Ray has to provide a document that's not even classified, he has to provide the document. Otherwise, hold him in contempt
0: and frog march him into a judge. And if Raskin is suggesting that... All this is secondhand hearsay. I don't know if you saw what Representative uh, uh, Anna Paulina Luna said, uh, tweeted out about the whistleblower. Quote, just left, just left the meeting for House oversight. The FBI is afraid their informant will be killed if unmasked based on the info he has brought forward about the Biden family. So my question is, if this is all secondhand hearsay, why is the FBI worried that the whistleblower is going to be killed? The,
1: the answer to that could be in a bunch of different directions. And let's start with the fact that, of course, the political left wants to play all of this down. They want to play down any connections regarding Hunter Biden and what we've learned from the laptop yes. from hell. Yes. I cannot start an investigation nor can I stop an investigation and I don't get worked up about investigations. But the party who for 4 years told me that Trump was in bed with the Russians while he was being urinated on, literally <laughs> told me that. Yep. Right. Doesn't yep. get to then tell me what is real and what is not. If the if the Republicans want to investigate, they can. I hope they don't abuse the power, but Christopher Ray doesn't get to say no. Put him in front of a judge, throw him in jail.
0: And uh, I'm sorry, Hammer, but I I just don't have any faith that even if this oversight committee presents a bunch of evidence to the, you know, they can't prosecute. They turn it over to Merrick Garland and the DOJ. You don't have any faith in uh, that Garland will actually do anything about it.
1: No, I don't, but I can get what I can get, and the part that I can get is the Republicans actually doing their job, which might be an inspiration to others to vote for them, because if you did have the presidency, maybe you'd actually get some things done and get some answers to some questions.
2: Man, I hate to be Debbie Downer in this conversation. I hate to be the wet blanket, but it feels like I've seen this movie before, Tony, where the Republicans get real mad, and their underpants get wadded up, and they have a hearing, and there's all Types of fireworks. Oh man, there's great trash talk. There's banter back and forth. There's sound bites. You're playing it on your show. We're playing it on our show. And two days later, not a damn thing ever happens. Why do I have the feeling that this is kind of where this is heading? Can I tell you how much I hate the term "wadded"? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually kind of like it myself.
2: I feel
1: about wadded the way many people feel about moist. I'm just, I I don't know I don't know what it is. Yeah, your 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 points taken, Hammer. Uh, remember remember when the border used to be a thing? Oh, yeah. good times, good times. And then Title Forty Two expires. You haven't heard a word in three weeks about what's going on at the border. And for the record, it's really bad. Just ask the city of New York how bad it is. Um, yes, this is the fear that we won't hear another thing uh, about it. And this is why pressure on your local representative is so incredibly incredibly important. Um, look, I, I wasn't super happy with this budget deal, but I understand uh, that it, it's passage. I'm not super happy with Republicans not being strong enough uh, while having the the majority. It has to be constant, it has to be continual, it has to be aggressive, and not on the things that don't matter, on the things that make our lives better. And very often those things are pushing legislation to remove uh, bad legislation or holding people to account who have tried to screw with our lives and why Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell are still on committees in the House of Representatives is an absolute sin. I don't want to hear about how Kevin McCarthy is great this. I don't want to hear from the Republican delegation in Indiana. I want Adam Schiff, who lied to America for four years and ripped this country apart, off of committees, and I want
2: Eric Swalwell farted off of committees. I want them gone. So you're not okay with Wadded, but you can fart someone off the committee. I just want to make sure that we're on the I same page here. You, I swear to you in all honesty, I'm, try- I'm trying to prove that I
1: at least have some give in my life. <laughs> Another word that bothers me.
2: It's Tuesdays with Tony, Tony Katz with us here on The Hammer and Nigel show. So, do you have anything in the smoker for tomorrow night's big town hall where magic mike pence will be on the cnn stage officially announcing what we already know that he's going to be running for the presidency Magic
1: Mike Pence? <laughs>
2: Magic Mike, yes.
1: If I don't see that as a graphic from Hammer and Nigel Enterprises,
2: <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to do. Uh,
1: no, nothing's on the smoker for that. I know what's, what's going to get uh, said. Remember something about Mike Pence. There is no one... In all of politics, who can stay on message better than Mike Pence? Yeah. The question is, what is that message? So he's an uplift guy. He's a shining city on the hill guy. He's a Reagan acolyte. That's the way he's going to, to to play that game. He's going after that same evangelical base as Senator Tim Scott is going after. But how does he handle the Trump thing? In in an interview he did yesterday. Um, he was uh bothered by what Trump said about Kim Jong-un and congratulating Kim Jong-un for becoming part of the World Health Organization, which admittedly is a weird thing to congratulate somebody on. Never mind congratulating Kim Jong-un, but why would you congratulate anybody being part of such a lying organization like the World Health Organization is beyond understanding. And he referred to Trump as, quote, his former running mate. And that's a very telling, right? That's a foreshadowing to mm-hmm. what we're going to see. I think it's actually not the best. I think it might even be seen as bad form if you can't refer to him as President Trump. If you're referring to him as my former running mate, first, you're trying to put yourself on top of the thing, which no one's going to buy. Secondly, it's like you're afraid to talk about the guy, which nobody's going to like.
2: So... I made the statement yesterday to Nigel. I think there's a better chance Mike Vanderjack wins the presidency than Mike (laughs) Pence does. So ultimately, why are guys like Mike Pence and Chris Christie getting in the game? Is it spite? Do they just want to rip on Donald Trump and expose him on the national stage? Because it kind of feels like just by being in the race... They're helping Donald Trump out, stealing votes away from DeSantis, who, let's be honest, is the only other person who can beat this dude.
1: Mike Vanderjack, by the way, was a kicker for the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> after playing in the Canadian Football League. I had to look that up just to double check. Yeah, the, out. quote,
2: liquored up kicker, as Peyton Manning once dubbed him as. He's not oh, eligible wow. to be president. He's from Canada.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know what the rules are anymore. <laughs> I think if he identifies as American, that's that's probably that's <laughs> yeah, probably enough. that's what
0: it means to be an American these days. By if the they way, I forgot American. the question. He I filled out I that app that they have at the border. Now he's just fine. Basically, he was saying, like, why is Chris Christie putting his name? Okay, in the Okay, so like, there's, why there's why a theory.
1: There's a real theory out there that Christie is a stalking horse for Ron DeSantis, meaning that his sole job is to punch Trump in the face until Trump absolutely falls apart, clearing the way for Ron DeSantis. I think that's a bad theory. I don't think that Chris Christie is a stalking horse for anybody. I believe he just wants to punch Donald Trump in the face. (laughs) That's what he wants to do. And so picture the play. The play is pure vengeance. And what if it works? You out-Trump Trump. And what if it's successful? Trump beats on DeSantis. Trump goes after this one. You're doing nothing. You don't even talk about Biden. You just go after Trump 24 seven, although a little bit of Biden. And what happens if all of a sudden it's like, hey, people like this? Well, now I'm the candidate. Look at me. It, there's no, there's nothing to lose here because when he's done, he's going back to ABC News into the loving embrace of Donna Brazil. So he doesn't care. <laughs> doesn't matter. But I, I, I don't buy into the stalking horse one. I do buy into he's livid with Trump. He doesn't like the way he was treated, and he's going to go for the jugular. And for us, my gosh, there's not enough bourbon.
0: Not nearly enough in the world. Uh, so, Tony Katz, we're going to keep you over for a second segment. The uh, city of Indianapolis is in the hotel business, and we'll ask you about that next on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Tuesdays
2: with Tony. Tony Katz is with us here on the Hammer and Nigel show. So the city of Indianapolis is in the hotel game, Tony. We were talking about this earlier. We had uh, Councilman Brian Mowry on with us. We've heard from the mayoral candidate Jefferson Shreve. It feels like, and I hate to use this word because it's been shoved down our throats for a long time, Maybe a little collusion between the city and the tourism boards here going on with the city running a hotel. What are your thoughts? well I, I I
1: speak not to a concept of collusion. I certainly speak to the idea that the city can't run uh, a a hotel I don't think this city could run a tricycle race they they simply don't have the capacity. I am opposed to the idea of the city putting out six hundred twenty five million dollars in bonds when you take a look at uh Joe Hogsett's former chief of staff this creepy dude thomas carl cook who uh i think you 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 know about and you see him uh tweet out uh, that this is going to mean great jobs in indianapolis uh it it, most importantly he writes or but importantly congrats to the hundreds of working families who enjoy great wages benefits building the next chapter of our indie story Sounds like he's saying, hey, this is a bribe. We did this so we could provide jobs, so you'll vote for our guy Mm. for a third term of failure. That's what it looks like to me. And, of course, he responded that the hotel is paying for this because that's what bonds do. And then you've got Councillor Jared Evans saying that the public is not on the hook. The hotel, through people utilizing the hotel, pays 100% of the bonds. So what I'm asking is, is Jared Evans and the Indianapolis City County Council, the Democrats, are they guaranteeing that this hotel is going to be full what happens if they miss a payment what happens if they don't have the money who's going to be on the hook i want the guarantees and is it a personal guarantee from jared evans can i see the level of collateral he has for 625 million dollars in bonds to build a hotel that the city cannot build they don't know how it's not their business i wanted the hotel i questioned it but i said i wanted it i thought it would be good for the city and i know other hoteliers didn't want it but I don't want it this way. This is bad for the city. This is really ugly for the city. And the only collusion, if I'm going to argue that I see, is that the Democratic council want to help their Democratic mayor get more votes. And they just created a $625 million jobs program that they can't guarantee. What is coming up on your big shows tomorrow, Tony? Well, uh, I am going to take a a little time to myself uh, tomorrow. I've got some family things uh, to handle, uh, for sure. But with Pence getting into this race, Chris Christie getting into this race, uh, I've got a a fair amount to discuss.
2: He is on social media at Tony Katz. Facebook is Tony Katz Radio. TK, thank you. Always. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.